Layer filter cloth activated carbon. It's if you're listening, one person's mission to force her friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. I'm Heather. Non, what was it? Non-stick. Layer. Uh Filter cloth activated carbon. Okay, so this is a sketch from Anchorman where you're just looking at things on your desk, but... um, Yes. I'm trying to figure out what this is. (laughs) Do you want me to just tell you? It's a weird thing to guess. It's a... uh, container of mask filters oh it has charcoal in it hmm activated carbon carbon not charcoal my brain was not catching up fast enough got it okay got it well that's the most 2020 thing to have on your desk (laughs) (laughs) how are you ramsey and these new year's eve glasses uh i'm good yeah uh i just got some new airpods i'm very excited about Ooh, the new ones with like the noise canceling or the regular ones? They aren't the super fancy pro ones, but they yeah. do have some new features that my Ooh. old ones didn't have. Oh, okay. They work for more than 60 minutes. Well, that's a good start, to be honest. Yep. And well, uh, I've noticed the the right one doesn't randomly disconnect until you put it back in the case. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's a good yeah. feature. <laughs> I, like the, I like those features. It's, yeah, those it's are, definite improvement. Those are good features. I, um... Yeah, my AirPods are fine. I do think they're dying very quickly now, but they do last more than an hour, but I feel like I'm probably due soon. I'm a little scared of the noise-canceling ones. Like, I don't know if I need that in my life. I am somebody, I exclusively wear one at a time just because I don't like being fully cut off. So noise-canceling is just useless to me anyway. Oh, no, I love I love to be fully cut off to the world, but I'm a little scared I'll get run over. Although they have a noise pass through settings someone told me to and maybe that is actually what i need when i'm walking on the street what does that do what's a pass through i'm let me be clear i am 100 percent positive that is not what it's actually called but that's mm-hmm. what my brain has determined it's doing that's the um, opposite of canceling yeah where it like lets more street noise in somehow i think um which actually in new york city feels very useful if you're wearing right. it when you're walking um, i guess in terms of both life and headphones i'm against canceling mm. You, you hate cancel culture across the board. <laughs> Specifically with my headphones, yes. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey, today we are going to do um, an album. I know that's shocking news to you. Uh, I want to just send you the album art and not... Oh, boy. <laughs> ...tell you what album we're doing to start with. Okay. Um, right. It should be in your text messages momentarily i have it okay what is this cover okay so we are doing the juliana theory emotion is dead Uh uh-huh i would like to know what you remember about this what i remember about this album or the juliana theory anything um did we listen to the juliana theory yes (laughs) okay uh what what was on that cover before this (laughs) wait we've listened to this album yeah, but the episode got deleted. <laughs> oh, I waited perfect. I waited so long to come back to this so that I knew you would fully have forgotten. And the fact that you don't remember this at all means I waited long <laughs> enough. <laughs> Heather, I've never seen this before. <laughs> this is brand new. You absolutely have. You have listened to this entire album. You have seen this album are uh, all of the above, but I know you won't remember any of it at this point. Well, I, this is mean then. <laughs> uh, 
it is the first album we <laughs> ever recorded. <laughs> and uh, it got uh, deleted. <laughs> is, I think this is the one where it just didn't record the audio tracks. It was just us talking. Which, great. Everyone wants to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> just sync up your... <laughs> Pick up your own CDs. We'll play clap when you start playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jesus. Well, um, how long yeah. have we been doing this now? Is this three years at this point? Um. Okay. So this is the 164th episode. Okay. So we did it. You know. Yeah. Actually, so probably probably like 167 episodes ago because we've lost a couple and had to cancel a couple. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's more than three years ago. So. Uh, I don't remember stuff I did a month ago. I don't remember what I did yesterday. So yeah, that's entirely fair. You saw some goats yesterday. Oh my God, I did. Oh my God. I went on a hike and we came around a corner and there was just a field of fucking goats. Where was this? Sleepy Hollow. Mm. So maybe they were haunted ghosts, to be honest. It is October. It's hard to say goat ghosts. It's confusing. Oh, true. Also, well, A, there was also a watchdog and I loved him. But one of the goats has also escaped and gotten over the fence, and I didn't know what to do, so I just left him. <laughs> yeah. What else can you do? I guess I could have taken him home with me. You could have. I suppose I that's true. Goats uh, are kind of dicks, though, so I don't think I want a goat to live with me in my Brooklyn apartment. No, and they have weird eyes. I, I would not like that. See, I like goats. I think they're very cute, but like, I grew up close enough to farms and like, had family that lived on farms that I know goats are assholes. So I don't want Right. That. They're just like, they're mischievous. <laughs> they are a mischievous bunch. I do agree with that. They really are. And I don't need that in my life, in my apartment. <laughs> uh, speaking of poop everywhere. Go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, speaking of ghosts, uh, there's a weird translucent lady on this cover. This is one of the worst covers I've seen. This cover Okay, let's go back to this. Right, right. Where there's a podcast about emo, not goats. Uh, Okay. (laughs) This cover is the most early Photoshop cover we may have done on this entire podcast. It's it's predicated on the idea of opacity. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think the background is not opacity. I think that is a negative. You're right. Uh, With like a blue color filter over it yes correct um yeah this cover sucks and then just like two random stripes yeah you gotta get that in there for art who is this person do we know who this person is in the front no (laughs) no okay i don't know anything about her uh it looks so stock photo-y like it looks like it's from page six of some celebrity yeah photoshopped in but i don't know who this is this is the weirdest thing i don't like it <laughs> and they're like it's the whole thing is blueprint color blue oh yeah that's true with the negative space it definitely or the the negative like photo effect it definitely mm-hmm. looks like a blueprint um i got a theory okay. this Go cover sucks okay great um this album emotion is dead is from the year 2000 Mm. by the band the juliana theory um i loved this album um in the year 2000 here i also don't remember how i felt about this album when we when we recorded this three years ago so i'm gonna find (laughs) out all over again um because i really liked this album a lot 
I could not tell you if it holds up because I have not listened to it in three years. Well, three years, but active (laughs) outside of the podcast, probably 10 years. Um, It was on tooth and nail or they were on Mm. tooth and nail as with this album, which was like the Christian rock emo label, but it's not all the bands were like, we love Jesus, praise Jesus. But it was all like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain truth. Kind of like you, you can't do anything insanely offensive. Also, is that fair to say? Like it was like not overtly Christian, but also you can't swing over to Marilyn Manson. I think so. But granted, I also don't know. Maybe they were more Christian than I knew. Um, but it definitely was like in that, like that was the gist is that, I don't okay. know that these songs are overtly Jesus-y or there were lots of other bands on it as well. That same thing. I don't know if like it was a overtly like religious songs or just like aligned with Christian values. I don't fucking know. Um, okay. But that's the gist. Um, so this band, where were they from? Uh, Pennsylvania. That's the exact question I was going to ask you. They were from yeah Pennsylvania. Um I don't know much about this band other than the fact that they were on tooth and nail. Um, They got back together at some point and that's all I really know, but I don't, I don't know if they're active now. Um, Let's see. I'm not sure if they are. I'm scrolling in to see. Um, They got back. You said this was 2000. This is their, is this their first album? Oh, that's a great question. I think it's not. I think it's their second, but let me actually confirm that. Um, Yes, correct. This is their second album. Their first one was called Understand This Is a Dream. And actually, let me click over to that one. I want to remember if I came to that one first or... Oh, no. Okay. I do remember this one. I definitely started with this band with Emotion Is Dead, which is the second album, but went back to Understanding Understand This Is a Dream, their first album. And... I like some of the songs of this one as well, but I would say this one is not my favorite. And I do think that first one is definitely a little more overtly Christian. Hmm. I'm Interesting. Like, this is like a deep pull in my brain. I'm just looking at the song titles. So I feel like that is right. But um, yeah, we'll see. Um, so do you, you remember nothing about this album? No. <laughs> Okay, great. I have, uh, I I do remember that Juliana Theory is the name of a band. I would have been able to tell you that much. Um, what do you think from your lack of memory about this band and the album cover and everything I've told you thus far that this band is going to sound like? Oh boy. Um, I'm thinking kind of like, well, it's 2000. Uh, I'm going to say a little bit. This album Pop cover pop. makes me think it'd be earlier, but anyways, go on. Yeah, I agree with that. Like mid nineties. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say pop punk, but with just a touch of the sort of like panic at the disco feel. Okay. But uh, beyond that, I'm, I'm just, I'm going in blind despite the fact that I've heard this album in its entirety <laughs> before. I love that. Um, all right. What else you got? Anything? Should we start? Have you seen this band live? Is the last question I have. Oh, uh, yes, I have. Uh, 
I think I've seen them a couple times, but the most memorable time I saw them was at, is it Town Ballroom in Buffalo? I think that's right. So I saw them at Town Ballroom at like a, you might know this better than me. Some radio station did like a Christmas show. Um, and it, oh. it was, God, I can't remember who was on it. I mean, I actually can probably pull this up in my spreadsheet, but it was Plain White Tees, Juliana Theory, I think. Maybe saves the day, um, and Big Wig New Jersey, and basically Big Wig just made fun of the Julia huh. the whole time. Is the main thing I remember. Um, oh, my spreadsheet's pulling up, but yeah, Who's I think Big Wig is that. Were they big? I guess I don't. I didn't really listen to them. Um, I don't remember if they were ska or just more punk, but it was definitely like a lineup that did not make sense together. Um, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm mixing up two different shoes or shoes, shows that were at town. Ball. I was looking at the word shoes. You'll understand why I did that. <laughs> I'm mixing up two different shows there. One time I saw plain white tees. There was saves the day. That show made perfect sense. The other show I went to there was mighty, mighty Boston's big wig, slick shoes and the Juliana theory. This makes more sense. Now. The Juliana theory made no fucking sense on that lineup. Mm. And now it makes sense as to why like that. That's a ska show. I don't understand why the Juliana theory was on it. Cause uh, I see. what you will learn momentarily is that is not a ska band. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, also those shows were two days apart. The other one was saves the day Ash circle in the square and plain white tees. Um, wow. That's really funny that my brain conflated them even uh, 18 years later. Cause they were so wow. close together. Yeah. That's impressive. And Oh, I'm sorry. And they were both at Showplace theater. Okay. Oh, I don't think I, I think I may have seen weird L there. <laughs> I don't know if that, does that exist anymore? I don't I even know. No idea. Could not fucking tell you. But yeah, they were both at Showplace Theater two days apart, which also, does that mean I drove to Buffalo two days apart? That's just too much driving. <laughs> Tina Heather is crazy. Um, <laughs> it's too much. That's that's like a three hour drive from my parents' house. Um, maybe more. Anyways. Um, all right. Shall I play this album? Uh, no. Let's end all this right. up. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Does this ring a bell at all? Yeah, it sounds like every album we've done. <laughs> I see. I disagree. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it sounds like every album, but it does not necessarily sound familiar to me. Maybe it's because I know it's coming, and I think this album is weird as hell. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this does sound like they love Jesus, though. If I'm being honest. Yeah. I mean okay i remember this <laughs> i remember this part and i remember specifically having a moment of like oh wait this is totally about jesus yeah uh it's really funny though because like i at the point i would have been into this i was not a church-going human um so i don't know what I, where i was at <laughs> right <laughs> definitely didn't really give a fuck about jesus um it's kind of like there were a lot of christian bands that then just sort of kept the tone but didn't necessarily sing directly about the top like wasn't sixpence none the richer that oh i don't know i think they started as a christian band and then just like "Mm, no we'll just do love songs fair enough 
Uh, one of those seems more profitable. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. I definitely, like, went to church as a little kid, but then... By the time I was in late high school, was like, uh, this is bullshit. I fucking hate this. Uh, basically, yeah, basically, I went, I, when I was a kid, I went to a Baptist church and they later got mad and kicked one of my friends out because they were gay. And I was oh. like, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> this is fucking sure. stupid. Um, but I mean, I think we've talked about this before too. It's just like, though, growing up in small towns, like, church is a social activity right, because right. there aren't like youth programs it's what your friends do because it's the center of very small towns yeah yeah it's like a a thing for people to do that isn't school on the weekends yeah and i also think like at this time so this was 2000 so i would have been in 10th grade so i mean i'm sure there was still like some of that in my brain because i mean yes. i was still fucking 16 but um, by this time, I was already going to punk shows <laughs> huh. uh, and just pretty much over everyone. Because uh, well, basically, I started going to shows as soon as I could drive. Um, so, yeah, I would have been able to drive. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But this is pretty Jesus-y. <laughs> I do remember this song and I liked this song. I do know that. Is it called In Your Eyes? No, it's called Into the Dark. Oh. I'm almost, up almost the name of the second Star Trek movie. I don't... What? <laughs> <laughs> Just accept it. You love okay. space. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to pull up lyrics because I feel like that'll come in handy later. Sorry, I think you dropped out for just a second. What? What will come in handy? Oh, I'm pulling up lyrics because I think that'll come in handy. Aha, uh-huh. sorry. Yes. Oh, quite all right. I didn't think you were referring to the title of the Star Trek movie coming in handy. No. <laughs> I don't think that'll come in handy for me mostly ever. Yeah. Um, my review of that this first is... song is uh, uh, I don't love it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of snoozy. It's it was pretty cheesy. It was pretty cheesy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might be in for it with this. <laughs> oh boy. Is this going to be our first and last episode? <laughs> uh, if we made it through it once, I think we'll be okay. But, um, true. Uh, Oh boy. Yeah. that. <laughs> I don't like this. Just something about that acoustic strum combined with that run of notes, the... I... It's... I just... I also get, like, speechless because I know what's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Like, only in the songs. Like, I can't think that far ahead of what's in the album, but once it's playing, it's like a... a muscle memory for me. Of like, oh yeah, I know this song. If you had to give me a percentage, yeah, what percentage of songs that have been written in the last 40 years start quiet and then kick into a louder part with specifically the drum fill? Oh, that's a great question. And I would say it is 45%. No, 35, 35%. I think that sounds right on the money. 
45, I started saying, and I was like, that's too high. That's almost 50%. Right. 35 feels very accurate. But And that's still an insane yeah, number. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot of songs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, actually, I'm going to win... I'm going to withhold what I was about to say till a later review in that. I, I want to withhold judgment a little further. Okay. This um, sounds like exactly the kind of band that would be playing at a youth, giant youth conference-y thing. Yep. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Oh, wait. I might like this switch to uh, major chords. You do like it? I think I do. Okay. It's fine. Mm, I didn't need the harmony there. Are you sure? No, I'm not positive. Oh. But... Sorry, I just took a sip of my seltzer for the first time. Okay. It is, it is delicious. <laughs> What's the flavor? It's one of the polar seltzer aids. It's mango limeade. Highly suggest. Damn, that's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was really shocked me. It was so good. Yeah, this is. I don't love this. <laughs> yeah. It's very 2000s. It really is. Ooh, falsetto. If you told me this was Adam Levine's first band, I would say, yep, you're right. Uh, that makes sense. Same time period. Like Maroon Five would have been out by now, right? I still think I, I think they're later. Earlier. I still think this sounds earlier than two thousand. Uh, why? I can only uh, compare it to what we've heard on the show, and so yeah, it very well could be. Damn, you're right. Maroon Five. Oh no, wait. Oh, before Maroon. Okay, Maroon Five started in two thousand one. Before that, they were known as Kara's Flowers from nineteen ninety four to two thousand one. That's an awful name. I can't believe they've been around that long. Since 1994? Yeah. Eh. Eh. Like, Adam Levine looks like he's in his late 30s to me. Yeah, he doesn't age. It's fucked up. Yeah. How old is he? I'm going to guess Adam Levine is 44. I'm going to guess 46. He's only 41. Damn. So Holy actually, moly. he's younger. He's to be fair, I, I wasn't saying that I thought he looked 45 or whatever the fuck I said, because he looks old. He looks ageless. Correct. Um, I don't know. I it think just, it was just based on how long he's been around. Same. Yeah. It, he just seems like the kind of guy who would look really good at that age. Yeah. No, absolutely. Okay, well, now we know how old Adam Levine is. Great. What is this song called? Because I don't like it. I, I want to know. I was just about to tell you. It is to the tune of 5,000 Screaming Children. Uh, well, so... I, never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was trying to, like... I was trying to work out, like, well, I don't care what song it's sung to the tune of. What's the name <laughs> of it? But oh. that's stupid. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now we're all stuck with it. Yeah, now everyone heard it. That lyric was, we won't be part of your revolution. Oh my god. 
That's my, one of my least favorite kinds of things in a song. Also, like, what revolution? What are we yeah. talking about? The I love- lyrics are like, we knew you'd hate this before we wrote it, so listen up, we're telling you before you tell us. We're not misinformed or misdirected, functioning on your subjective. Your hatred only fuels us on. What? The uh, We won't be part of your revolution, so this is a pro-conformity song. <laughs> Uh, oh boy I don't I don't know who this song is against we won't be part of your revolution so listen up we're telling you this is a business we're not misinformed or misdirected we'll make our own insurrection so keep on publishing our wrongs we we, we don't like your revolution we got our own revolution I don't know I ugh. This is as generic a combative song can get. Now, how about a word or two on you? You're a paper fist, a faceless what? attack. You're not about to, or we're not about to break like you do. I'm. I don't know what the song is about. I. I, it, I think they did that thing where they just wrote a bunch of phrases and then threw, cut them all out and threw them on the ground. Ah, uh, yes. A poem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love poetry, can't you tell? Who's your favorite poet? None. (laughs) Heather refused to even guess hand me for three seconds. Also because I don't think I could have thought of a poet on the spot. (laughs) I'm like, I said, the end. (laughs) Well done. Uh, Ask me who my favorite is. Who's your favorite poet? Bob Dylan. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> okay, college freshman. <laughs> um, okay, this is the best song on the album, hands down. Because it sounds, A, like a real song, and B, it yeah. was featured and in a Disney movie. <laughs> oh, this is the racing motocross movie. Motocross movie! That's the only thing I remember about recording that episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> the movie was the 2001 movie Motocrossed. <laughs> was that a, uh, like, a, a girl dressing up as a boy to do motocross? Sure was! <laughs> Heather, Motocrossed. Heather, Get I it? remember this, but I don't remember anything about the Juliana theory. Honestly, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> uh, just to tie it all back to uh, season one, if you're listening... How are these guys not on a Disney's Hollywood Records, then? Don't know. Don't know. Um, yeah, but this song is actually great. That's what I have to tell you. Did you see Motocross at the time? Yeah. I was, Yes, of course. I was, was watching it, and this song came on, and I was shook. I was 16! Oh, so you knew Juliana Theory first, and then... Yeah. Got it. Yep. I don't remember. I don't remember why or how, but yeah, the timing in my recollection is that I knew this band, and then I was hanging out with this boy. Shocking, scandalous at sixteen, and we were at his house watching, like, must be watching Disney Channel, and this movie came on, and we were watching it. I don't know. And I was like, what the fuck? 
a significant portion of many of my peers' lives were watching Disney Channel original movies, but I don't think I've seen a one. Oh, I've seen I've seen several. But I also think I feel like they didn't come like I could be wrong. My recollection of this could be totally wrong. I feel like they just kind of started when we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. I feel like after our time, there was so many Disney things, right? Like like original movies and stuff for teenagers. But I feel like that wasn't happening as much when we were teenagers. Oh right, because like that's so Raven started and Zach and Cody. Zach and Cody was exactly what I was thinking of. But there were other ones too, like um. Was that movie Camp Rock a Disney movie? It was, yep. Yeah, like that, all of that shit. But that shit was like, we were like, that was 2008. Like, yeah, I feel like it was all a little after us. Yeah. I don't know. I like Shalalalas. This song's great. I love this song. Maybe I don't like the Juliana theory. I just like this song. (laughs) Could be. I'm definitely seeing a more direct line between this and NSYNC with that song. Mm-hmm. Um, our conversation about college freshmen and poets reminded me of something from uh-huh. my freshman year of college where I was taking a poetry class and uh, I did some- not do that <laughs> uh, I don't remember if we just had to name poets or whatever but one kid said Jim Morrison oh that's even worse of an answer like that is even more college freshmen and then I remember the teacher just going Ah, yes. Rhyming fire with fire. Excellent. And then just moving on. I love it. I just love bringing that answer down immediately because you've probably gotten it every time you've asked a class this question. I'm not, okay, for the record, I'm not even a Doors hater. I actually might be a Doors apologist, but um, still, claiming Jim Morrison as your favorite poet as an 18-year-old is funny as hell. Yes. I am not a Doors apologist. I think they're awful. I think they're fine. I think, like, that one album... It's all hits. It's fine. It's not like, I'm not like, oh, it's my favorite album, but like, I don't know. There's something nostalgic about it for me. Not that I was around when it was out, but just like, honestly, most classic rock is just like nostalgia for me growing up in upstate, I think. Yeah, that's a good point. This song is called Is Patience Still Waiting? Hmm. I remember every word of this album so far for the record. (laughs) I don't I, I don't I don't know <laughs> this just broke Heather just now yeah I don't even I'm confused oh yeah uh, that feels like it's supposed to be a clever thing but it, it doesn't mean anything. Is Patience still waiting, you mean? Yeah, like, oh, what if we're... No, we're talking about a girl named Patience. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm reading the lyrics and there's, like, none. There's, like, not... I don't understand what it's talking about. I thought for sure there was not going to be any screaming on this album when it started, and I am Just disappointed. Little. Just a little bit. There's no just a little bit screaming. <laughs> bit this i mean once you start screaming you can't stop listen to this guy go he's also only yelling come on (laughs) it's just it just poisons the album for me you were loving it before though (laughs) all right checkmate (laughs) 
god. I don't know. It's yeah. this, here, this is, I'm not, the lyrics of this song are really, truly nothing for me, but like, this song is not bothering me. Yeah, like, I would say the whole thing is mostly inoffensive. I would agree Except, with that. But that might be part of the problem. Yeah, it's just kind of boring. I... Um, I think it's very funny, though. I, I just keep thinking about the pro-conformity song. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading on Wikipedia. Yeah, they are technically not a Christian band, according to Wikipedia. How, <laughs> does it say explicitly they are technically not? Or? It says, despite the group not being a Christian act. Oh, okay. So, yeah. This is, oh my God, what a weird time. Uh, to the, okay, blah, blah, blah. Despite them not being, the group not being a Christian act, To the Nail offered them a bigger recording budget for their next album if the band let them sell the releases in Christian bookstores. Uh, but okay. the lead singer said, yeah, we're going to take the smaller budget. What? Wow. wow. I mean, good, good for him if they're, yeah, that's fine. I, so, if I'm a musician, I guess I don't see the problem. With- well, I think the problem, especially then, is that you get labeled a Christian band, which comes with a stigma. Oh, I see. Um, which is definitely true. That's how I would read it, at least. Right. That Yeah, I wasn't thinking like that in terms of perception. Yeah. I guess if I was in a Christian bookstore for some reason and I saw an album there, no, I would assume it's a Christian band. You're right. right. Absolutely. Uh, is this a TV theme song they wrote? What is this? This is the title track, Emotion is Dead. Is it all instrumental? I think so. Oh, boy. <laughs> Welcome to a very special 48 Hours, Emotion is Dead. Yeah, I mean... This is interesting. This sounds like, um, oh God, hold on. I need to, I recently made, uh, for some inside info, I recently made Ramsey watch in our movie club. We are in Cruel Intentions for the first time. Correct. Correct. This is reminding me of a song on the Cruel Intentions soundtrack, which I'm trying to pull up. Ugh. Okay, basically, I'm not going to be able to pull it up that quickly, but this sounds like the kind of, um, it has like, sounds like sort of like trip hoppy influence, which I feel like was a very specific early 2000s thing to be. That sounded like a song that would be playing over the closing credits of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which also tracks because I love that shit too. Oh, I think I like this one. I think this one might still be good too. We'll have to see. Ew. <laughs> now this sounds okay. like motocross. But that verse also, I understand. This one is more of a, I don't know. What the fuck did you say the other one was about? Conformity? Yes. Yeah. Because that, that one was like, watch your mouth, hold your tongue. You're running out of breath, running out of time before every careless word you utter. 
renders you utterly useless. Now you're drowning in, drowning in your own saliva. Yuck. Trying to sink yourself to the top of your empty world. Well, keep talking. Just keep rambling. You've got your mouth full. That's a, that's a diss. That at least makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I may not know who you're angry at, but I can tell you are angry at one person. Yes. And they're a big liar. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a lot of spit in their mouth. Yeah. This feels like a toothless rage against the machine. I would agree with that. But I think that honestly isn't even like a drag. I feel like that's a lot of music when they're like being angry about a like larger issue. Right. Because most bands, that's not like their whole thing, you know? Yeah. Like there are, (laughs) there are other bands we have done on this podcast. I won't name names because I don't want to be a jerk who like have come out with political songs in like, you know, recent times. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, this song fucking sucks. It's about nothing where it's like, they're trying to be political, but you're like, we didn't need this. Like, this is not doing anything. And it's like, dang guys, I'm mad. And you're like, what? (laughs) Fucking just, you didn't need to, this isn't helping anything or any cause. I don't know. It's like, I mean, obviously, I'm not opposed to music being political at all, but it's just like you have to say something. <laughs> like, I, if, if it's just generic, like what, yeah. what are you doing? I think I would like a playlist filled with songs that are just attempting to be super middle of the road, but slightly political. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just to hear what that is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a couple I can put out there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one of, of the ones we've listened to that one actually holds up pretty well I would say I think when they were both angry in harmony at the chorus was my favorite part <laughs> alright <laughs> okay well we could end it a little quicker oh this is still the same song yeah <laughs> yeah still is just still is it was weird because like all the instruments dropped out and it was just the vocals. But then they came back in to noodle a little bit. Yep, it's still happening. Oops, I accidentally clicked a thing. Oh, Zoom's trying to open. I hope it doesn't mess anything up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Panic. No, don't look at me. <laughs> As though it would somehow automatically connect to your computer. <laughs> I assume every Zoom does. <laughs> okay, this is a new song now. Boop, boop, boop. I don't really remember this one. This one is called We're Nothing Without You. The drummer's got a lot more to do on this one. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. This feels like another theme song. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> Got some reverb going. I don't like this one. Is it one singer the whole time? Ooh, that is a great question. I do. Oh, not thank know you the so much. Let me, I'll take let it me off look the air. that up. Um, let's see. I don't know. They all—they both sound the same. If it is more than one. Um. Well, it says they have 
one lead vocalist and three backing vocalists. So I guess that makes sense that you would be definitely hearing like yeah, at least several other people. Yeah. Yeah, and I, this is funny. They so they broke up in two thousand six. 97 to 2006 and they released four albums. Oh, I guess that's not so crazy. I was thinking that they released a very small amount of albums, but that's like one every other year, more or less. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what to do with this song. No. The lead singer went on and has now um, started a career as a singer-songwriter in the Americana and country genre. That's interesting. I would look that up. Huh. Because I like his voice. Um, Oh, he also has... What? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me read this properly before I start saying things that are half-truths. So it says that he's had, oh, it does say solo songs. He's had several solo songs on like a bunch of TV shows. So I'm like, oh. maybe he's significantly more successful on his own. What's he's his had, name? Did you say it? Um, Brett D- Detar, D-E-T-A-R. I don't know how to exactly to pronounce that. But okay. um, he's had, I mean, we obviously know famously that uh, one Juliana Theory song was on motocross, but um, his <laughs> solo songs have been featured on Nashville, Supernatural, Elementary, Jersey Shore, Friends of uh, Snooki and J-Wow, Teen Mom, Party Down <laughs> South. Also, the Marvel television Netflix show Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and The Punisher. So, I mean, that's wow. actually... I mean, that's a lot of things. That's yeah. awesome. That tells huh. me that he writes a lot of music and... Pretty cheap to license, probably. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That's a great point. Though, honestly, the music budget on Nashville has to be gigantic. But the rest of them, I would agree, are much more normal. Very true. Uh, A joke that I'm almost positive I would have made the first time out. Uh Go on. Did they ever confirm the Juliana theory? I don't know if you did make that joke. I, I bet I did. <laughs> I know myself. Oh, boy. Who knows? <clears throat> wow, I really coughed and beat with that last drum. You you coughed the song away. It was very strange. <laughs> it was a really weird experience on my end. That was odd. <laughs> I thought you like unplugged something by coughing so hard. <laughs> no, I just have seasonal allergies. Um, You've also ensured that I can't cut out your cough. <laughs> it's got to stay. Yep. Um, okay, we're going acoustic. This is the most Christian sounding one so far. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense, though. Something isn't right here on the ground. What? Uh, wow. Yeah. But it's right in heaven. Not a Christian band. We learned that. I don't know. Wikipedia is full of lies. We all know this. That is true. 
I mean, they maybe they weren't a Christian band, but they also weren't not enough of not a Christian band that they couldn't be sold in Christian bookstores. Okay, you're right. You're right. That's a great point. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm also dying. I just received a text of uh, someone just got an ad for an inhaler, like like you know, like an asthma inhaler, uh-huh. except it's breathable coffee. What? I don't know. We are living in a simulation. I don't know. What what matter state is this in? It's what do you? It, I mean, it's the. Ca- it must just. It's just the caffeine somehow that you inhale. That's correct. I don't know. I don't know about this. I it's hate not, this. It sounds like poppers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> breathable coffee Uh uh-huh okay oh my god (laughs) i don't care if you're just holding it for a friend you can't have breathable coffee in my house son (laughs) oh also for me, it's not just about getting caffeine. It's uh, the ritual is absolutely part of it for me, and I like for having sure. hot liquid. Um, I love a hot liquid. Oh my God, okay, Whew. that was good. <laughs> Sound like poppers. This one is understand the dream is over. I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, I like this one. It's a good chorus. Yeah. <laughs> Very hooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These lyrics also just sound like every other emo band I ever listened to. Oh, it's, and, it, and that's not a drag. Like, I am coming from me, that is a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Machine Gun Kelly over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no moral high ground as far as that goes. <laughs> the Dream is Over is like the pop punkiest title you could come up with I think. Isn't that the name of the pop album? Y- yes, yep. as noted pop expert. <laughs> it is, it's the name of a pop album. Here's here's the facts I know about pop. Yeah. Canadian. Correct. Couch on fire on the album cover. And that's on the cover of The Dream Is Over. Spelled the same forwards and backwards. True. Uh, did a song called Kids later. True. I'm out. That, that was a lot of facts. It wasn't bad. <laughs> I, did, yeah. I did sneak one in that was just about the letters in the title, in the yeah, name. It's fine, I'll allow it. Okay. Ooh, okay. I liked, see, I liked the little reverb effect thingy in this one. Yeah, that wasn't bad. I feel like it was properly used there. And I did. I like the dropout of instruments. Yeah, I like this one. I don't That's like this. Idea. I'm not a big fan of like the telephone vocal effect here. I don't mind it because I, I don't. I don't always love that effect, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's being used in a way here there that I'm not mad at. Yeah, it's not constant. So yeah, that's a good point. 
I mean, here, though, this one also is probably a lot more similar to We're at the Top of the World, um, which makes sense. Like, I like the more poppy ones, which is very on brand for me and how my musical tastes evolved from yeah. this, from when I was 16. That's fair. It is interesting putting it in the context of the other albums we've done. Like, there is a little bit of boy bandy stuff here. This, there's, there's some screamy, corn uh, esque <laughs> elements. Yeah. Just a smattering, like a dusting of that. A little, a, little, a touch. Yeah. No. I also don't understand what you mean, but I, b- I believe <laughs> you that you're seeing that there. It's really just that one song where they, where yelled. they yelled, yelled briefly. Okay. This is the most in sync-y one we've heard so far. That True. Electronic drum beat there. You're okay. I do see that. This sucks. I don't like this one very much. <laughs> What's this one called? This one. Okay, this is better. This one is called "This Is Your Life." This is way better now. Uh. I don't like anything that this band has named. Their album, their their band, their songs. Well, this is a Bon Jovi song title, right? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh no, that's It's Your Life. Oh, It's My Life. It's My Life. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Thank you for sharing, though. That's a very 90s sound right there, in my opinion. Yeah, that was, that was some new radicals. Yeah. Oh, love new radicals. Well, you got the magic in you is why, I believe. It's true. Oh, did, did you ever get over that dreamer's disease you were fighting? Oh, no, I still have it. Uh, well. But it, it's manageable. <laughs> it's just a seasonal dreamer's disease these days. We've got it under control. All right. Well, don't let go. Mm -hmm. (coughs) New radicals jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we didn't even get to the beating up Marilyn Manson. Oh, God. This This one's a little sleepy. Yeah. The drummer sounds super bored on this one. Yeah, like, I could probably drum this. I couldn't. I can't drum anything. It's just it's, very slow. It's... I, I don't know. Like, with a couple weeks, I think you could pull this off. Not there. Too hard. Too hard. <laughs> that was real. That was that was some real drumming. He heard us. Yeah. He was like, oh, really? <laughs> no, I honestly could not drum. I feel like I can't do the, that many things with my hands and feet separately. My brain would not do it. I think if we got you a copy of Rock Band and those plastic drums during <laughs> quarantine. Maybe. Yeah, this one. This one could end. This is uh, Bieber level lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, was it Countdown to the I end of the know. song? I don't know. Um, oh, boy. Is this a closing track? It's not. 
Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, but actually, hold on. I'm very confused. I need to go do some research while this is happening. Please stand by. Okay, I'll stay here. <laughs> um, Ugh, this sucks. Um, please hold, please hold. Okay. Uh, the next song on here is mislabeled on Spotify, and so it really confused me. Um Oh, uh, okay. I say, yeah, actually two songs are mislabeled on this. So we already listened to emotion is dead, but it's supposed to be emotion is dead. Part one, which I do remember mm. the last song. This song is called you always say good night. Good night. The next song and final track is emotion is dead. Part two, because I was just like emotion is dead is on here twice. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, I see. But it's part one and part two. Oh, sorry, I was stretching. Oh, I, I, I was about to make a similar noise at, at the song. Ugh, this sucks. <laughs> I was just, I was just stretching. Um, uh, I don't. Mm, I'm debating telling you something. Oh. Uh. Huh. <laughs> I, I don't know which direction to guess. Go ahead. The song's nine minutes and thirty seconds long. <laughs> Uh, I guess you can't hear my forehead hitting the microphone. Um, it's very long. It sounds... Oh my god. Nine minutes of this. Would you be surprised to tell you if I told you we're already two minutes in? Uh, well, it's felt like five, so okay. yes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I... I don't remember what happens. Like, I don't remember where this goes. So I'll tell you, we, we're going to do this for a while. Um, and then at some point, the drums are going to go. And then there'll be like a jammy uh, electric guitar, probably like a sort of noodly solo. And then it'll fade back down and we'll do the chorus two more times. Okay. Let's see. Let's just sit, sit here for five more minutes. Let's see what happens. You've got your arms folded. I can picture it. Uh, you're just glaring at me. So Let's mad see. that I... I... <laughs> okay. Guess we'll find out. Yep. I mean, if that's what you want to do. Um, Actually, I was writing uh, a date in my notebook that's sitting next to me. Um... Well, since we have so much longer on this podcast, do you want to hear about my new favorite, or on this song, <laughs> uh, do you want to hear about my new favorite pen? Yes. Sharpie came out with a new pen <clears throat> called S-Gel. It's really it's, nice. Sounds like it was made for me. Um, it, no smudge. Ooh. Is, is it a pen thickness? Yeah, it's 0.7. All right. Um, I'm intrigued. I saw, I saw TikTok about it. <laughs> and then I went to the store and bought it. And it's very good, I do have to say. But I would say my favorite pen that I use all the time is the um, the G2 one. So not sure where that falls in your uh, pens that you like. G2 is like a, a gel, but like it's a not, clicky gel? It's not gel, it, but... It's more gel than not, I guess. Oh, what do we got here? Yeah. 
I don't like this at all. Oh, I don't we... like whatever that backing vocal was. Somebody heard Hey Jude recently? Yeah. Ugh. Did these guys invent too arcade op- fire? Too too operatic for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna test this pen the next time I see you. Bring that, bring that pen. Okay. I will. I got it in three colors. <laughs> Ooh. I pretty much exclusively use the. There's this German brand called Kueco. Uh huh. And they do these little mini pens that I keep in my pocket. Oh, I've I have seen and used that pen. Yep. 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 These are okay. It's okay. I uh, The internet was very fired up about it, but I'm not sure it's like my favorite pen in the history of the world. I see. I don't know what my favorite pen is. But also, why do I have so... I'm confused now. Never mind. <laughs> oh, never mind. These other ones are pens I stole from my office. I understand. I was like, why do I have so many G2... I have all these other ones that are Zebra Z-Grip, which are knockoff G2s, and I think I just got them from my office, that's why. Should we record a parody song of, like, a G6 about pens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a great... It would do well on office supply TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, How confident are you that that exists? Confident? That's where I found out about these freaking pens. Oh my goodness, right. Mm-hmm. Highly confident. Yeah. This sucks. This is like Hotel California now. Ramsey? Yes. No, you can't. It's still happening. I just skipped a whole minute and a half. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh... Granted, it's not. Oh wait, okay. I do remember what happens at the end here. Okay, we just have to hear at the end. I uh, I'll fully admit that it's not as cool that I am guessing what happened to the song when I have definitely heard this already. But I'm I'm still pretty proud. We all know you didn't remember. (laughs) Also, I'm sorry that the sound quality got bad here, but Heather just skipped without telling me, and uh, there's no way I can (laughs) edit this in properly. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, that the spaceship is landing. Yeah, Atari graphics spaceship. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember what happens on the last track now. It just it just clicked into my brain. Is this part two or the next one's part two? Now emotion is dead part two. Right now. Ugh. You don't love this? It's the born identity or whatever. Ugh. Oh, this is like peak Moby era. Yeah. That's like the ties back to the song I was saying earlier sounded like trip hop. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, what I, hate, was the, I hate this. 
what was the band we did really early on where the last track was just like a medley of the entire album? Oh, uh, it was uh, Cartel Q and A, I think. Hold on. It would be funny if they did that over that beat right here. <laughs> yeah, it was Cartel. As stupid as that was, I do wish more bands of that era did that just so I could laugh at it. Because it just it, it feels like uh, when you're watching the end credits of a movie and they have like clips from the movie you just saw in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The la- it's the last song on Cartel Chroma is just A, but the yeah. letter A. This is not good. And it's weird, it doesn't quite feel like a jam either. Like, it wasn't improvised. No. Like, it's, again, unoffensive, but I just, like, don't need this. Yeah, this is... This is no Sky Harbor. Goodbye, Sky Harbor, yeah. I shortened it. I'm familiar. What is what is that like shaker noise? Is that just a electronic loop? Do you think? Oh no, is that a guitar? Yeah. I don't know. What I don't know. <laughs> oh, Heather, can you tell the band to stop? Ooh, this sounds like a Fatboy Slim song now. Oh, it's still going. I was truly shocked. That was a genuine gasp. It was. If I wasn't hurting so badly, I would admit that that was really funny. <laughs> oh no! What? Now I'm picturing Christopher Walken dancing to this. <laughs> I I'm speechless. There's no way you've ever played this more than once in your life. No, no. I mean, now twice. Uh, what? This <laughs> this is a very crazy closing track. Maybe this is like somehow designed to be fast forwarded through on a CD. That it sounds good that way. Maybe. Oh, that. Yeah. Wow. What a time capsule. It really is. With this song, the government pulled out all their funding on solving the Juliana theory. (laughs) They were like, we're done. Yep. We are done. They lost their grant money. Hmm? Apollo 440. Remember them? No. They did like remixy stuff. I don't remember them at all. Wow. Mm. This is this is still not over. Soon. 
I did. I did think that it was over. I, you couldn't see me, but my head was just in my hands for that last part. I could feel it. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. How, how did this album do? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't tell you. I don't think great. Uh, I think it was small. Um, no, I guess like, the fact that their second album was also on Christian record label doesn't mean or tells us. Yeah. Um, that was that. Uh, how <laughs> was that on your second listen, Ramsey? Well, I've matured a lot over these past three years. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to 160 things that you've made me listen to. Correct. Uh, my breadth and knowledge of music has increased vastly. I know who Jesse Lacey is. I can identify album covers. Yep. But I am assuming my review is very similar to it was the first time where I regret doing this show with you. <laughs> Honestly, me, me, <laughs> me too right now. It's fine. Yeah, that was bad. Um, it was, I guess, very generic 2000s era stuff. Yeah. And I mean, it could have been worse, but like yes. the, we really didn't need two basically instrumental tracks at the end. Could it could have lightened up on that. But there were some songs that I think held up pretty well. Um, I like the motocross were, one. Yeah. And what was the other one I really liked? Um, if I told you this was killing me, would you stop? I liked that one, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. You just listened to the episode. You know what ones I just said I liked. Um, overall, I would say this did not age great, but there are still some good songs on it would be my uh, my review of it. You don't need the whole thing. You could just pull out a couple tracks. Songs. I would agree. Did um, you s- stick with this band? Or was this like the only album you really got into with them? It was really the only album. Um, there were two after this one, and I'm sure I listened to them, but I don't. I don't think I really was super into them because they don't really ring a bell. Mm-hmm. Looking at the title, so um, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I have a feeling your review is probably the same as it was last time. Uh, I am going to go into those files and see if I can pull anything out and see. But that'd be, uh, that'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was rougher than I remember that album <laughs> being. Yeah, I don't like emo yet. If that's the goal, uh, yeah, that is the. Uh, I don't we'll know. see if that's the goal. It, just to expose me to it, I guess. I think I like it less now after listening to this in my thirties. All right, well, how, I feel uh, better. Whew. Yeah, that was a that was like a trip back in time. Yeah, that album is very dated for sure. You can tell nine eleven hadn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh man. Pre nine eleven emo. <laughs> Pre nine eleven emo. Mm-hmm. Was some quality. Um, yeah, I like the album cover better. That's what I was saying. Whoa. All right. All right. Well, we did it again on this we one. We sure did. Heather, uh, where ahead. can people find you online? Find me at Heather Shea S H A E. How about you, Ramsey? You can find me at Ramsey E S S everywhere. Uh, you can that. follow us on Twitter at if you are listening. You can find everything at if you're listening.com. Uh, g- please give us a review on iTunes because why not? It helps us out and it helps us grow. And tell your friends. Why not? Do it. Love it. 
All right. Bye. Bye.